Yeah, so we did an episode on, Taylor, remember our episode on theater mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. the history of theater or whatever, and we talked about mm-hmm. um, the Del Arte period, like in Italy, and that's really where puppets started really becoming a big thing. It That's a long, that's a long-ass time for puppets to be around, and mm-hmm. for people to think that puppets only existed for the shout-out of the musical we named at the beginning, Avenue Q, is is really funny and this is why like oh we're lion king hello and welcome to episode 106 of theater nerds i'm your host rachel jones and i'm your other host taylor reed theater nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater where we will explore all aspects of theater musicals and everything in between this podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us or if you've only seen your show choir's production of avenue q jr you'll enjoy this podcast so cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms and check us out on our YouTube channel as well. That's right. You can and you should also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing puppets. All right, Hello, Rachel. Taylor. Hello. Hello. Um, I do want to preface before we start last week's episode. This is so funny. So, you know, every, uh, listeners will know every episode I go, all right, Rachel, and then we start the episode. And last week, Rachel, remember we were recording and I said, I don't think we did that. And you were like, I'm pretty sure we did. We did not. When I went in and edited, I was like, wait, we didn't Where's do a little intro. Right. We just got, we just went. In. So I recorded a little like, all right, Rachel, and put it in and you're not in it at all. <laughs> I like, you like, all right, Rachel. And then there's no response yeah. from me. I'm not, exactly. I don't exist. So Actually becoming a one person podcast. It is, yeah. I'm actually ousting Rachel as slowly. Yeah, this is a coup. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I uh it, it's eagle eyed listeners will hear that I speak for about twenty seconds without Rachel there. So rude. Without <laughs> without me even knowing till post. Yeah. yeah. Post taste. Go back and listen to that. Uh well we're very excited. Happy Monday. Yay. Happy Almost March. February. Happy leap week. Leap week. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I've decided. You just have to do 20 leaps a day <laughs> during this 29, week. 29. Specifically because it's a leap oh, day. Yeah. On the 29th, you have to do 29 yeah. leaps. And you have to watch that movie Leap Year uh, all week this week. On the 29th, you have to. That, I've never seen that movie. Should I watch it? I don't know. What if you made a musical where you only wrote it on leap years? <laughs> or only performed it on the leap year? <laughs> Okay. I think that would be great. Every what four years? Is it four years? Yes, it's every four Could years. Could you imagine? Yes, yes. I just can't even imagine being born on a leap on a leap year. You'd be like, like two. I know. You you would be eight, but you would be two. I know. Be so I know. I would feel like Benjamin Button a little bit. 
Um, <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, for those watching us on YouTube, you probably already see our third person that has joined us today. Uh, Rachel, oh. who do we have with us today? We have a very special guest, Darby mm-hmm. Wiley, who also happens to be my niece. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Woo! But um, I'm going to claim that Darby is an expert on puppets. And we're going to find yeah. that out during this episode. So welcome, Darby. You, Thanks for being here. Do you take that Do you take that badge? What? Of being the expert on puppets? Yes. Are you an oh. expert? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Totally. You're, yeah. you're definitely more expert than we are. <laughs> yes. We Taylor and I have been talking about having a puppet episode. And I was like, I know the woman to call. I know the person to be mm-hmm. on the case. Mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I was like, that sounds great. Um, I have not s- seen Darby in a very long time. So I was like, wait, she's 16. What? As soon as Rachel <laughs> said, I was like, huh? Uh, that's how life works. People get older. Yeah. So uh, yeah. when you're not born is. on a leap year, you do age every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And puppets stay the same age, contrary to popular belief. Wow. <laughs> puppets stay. Yeah. Puppets We're going to find out older? today. I don't know. Do puppets age? That's the age-old question. <laughs> the age-old question. That is the... Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show today, Darby. We're very excited. I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Theater lover, theater fan, theater performer soon. Prop which you just told us before recording. Costume designing. Yeah. Just, just, you're in all it. The, all the things. Before, yeah, before we get into our buzz, though, tell us how you got into theater. Like, what was your in? Was it Rachel? It was Rachel, I'm sure. I think, your mom, I, think too. Was, I think a lot of it was Rachel because I remember um seeing I think it was Wizard of Oz when you were in the Taylor Wizard was of the Oz. Tin like man. A, like I a, was the Tin Man. Oh, you were? I yeah. sure was. Wow. Your favorite yeah, part, right? That. Your favorite part. Yeah, favorite, <laughs> absolute best part. Um she remembers it so well. I don't. <laughs> um and I remember going to like all your shows when I was like really mm-hmm. little. I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so then I did um, like junior musicals, and then mm-hmm. I fell out of it. And then I which we like, shout out because like, I was uh, I was in Wizard of Oz junior. I was a Munchkin. Um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I was in Honk Junior, and I was a goat in a tadpole. <laughs> I love this. It's so good. Honk doesn't get Character enough love acting. in the theater space. Honk does not get Honk. enough love. I love Honk. I know. It's actually really, it's kind of like Charlie Brown to me a little bit. Like people kind of forget about it. But Charlie yeah. Brown's so good. Yeah. I love Charlie Brown. Honk. I love it. <laughs> Honk. The best name of a musical maybe? Honk? I don't know. We should do Honk that, Rachel. Me. We should do an episode on like one of the best musical titles. I love it. I think You're in Town is a pretty good title. Oh, yeah. That's so good. I just saw that yeah. this past weekend. Was- well, that's wonderful. Uh, obviously, we started this podcast because we're big theater nerds, and we love having people on the show that share our love of theater, and we're excited to dive into the puppets. But before we do that, we do a segment. Darby's going to join us for our current Broadway theater news segment. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 What's the buzz? This is where we insert the song. What's the buzz from Jesus Christ Superstar? 
Well, I, I was going to ask her if she knew where it was oh, from, Rachel. Sorry. You spoiled it. I did know that. I'm a big fan of Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, cool. See, look, there, there. It's it's, the right it, it's genetic. I think it's genetic. Because did I ever tell you one time I was staying with, with my parents and I came yeah. downstairs and I was like, what is mom listening to? And she is listening to on the Alexa jesus christ superstar and i've never been more proud of my mother ever Alexa, play jesus christ superstar <laughs> like just out of all the things to ask alexa yeah. to do while you're in the kitchen it's just amazing, it's amazing. i think that like... john legend sarah Borales live also revived that show a little bit because yeah. that was pretty amazing that was good uh, do you want to say this first one because it's pretty great sure, sure. the first one is <laughs> Vanessa Williams herself is going to play Miranda Priestly in The Devil Wears Prada in London. Just, I think we just need a moment of silence after that. Yeah, yeah. And the pre the little preview is so great of her just like being so honestly, like you no one can live up to Meryl Streep. Uh, like even if they ever in that do role like you specifically. Know, right, yeah. right. If they ever do like a redo version in like 30 years of Devil Wears Prada, like who's gonna be Meryl Streep? But Vanessa Williams in this role, like it's different enough that it's like this is so cool. Like, and who even played it in Chicago? I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm also, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued to see what the song landscape is like mm -hmm. in this mu musical. Mm -hmm. The song and landscape it, is so generous. Also, <laughs> thank you. I also think how will this be per perceived wow perceived and received in london specifically because <laughs> it feels like such an american lifestyle right show movie yeah darby you know? have you seen the movie devil with prada mm -hmm. yeah i saw it yeah well i don't remember when i saw it but i saw it yeah yeah but it's, it's a like, classic it's like, i've seen it like it 10 is. times but it's like like <laughs> is the is the fashion is the fashion space in the UK like as I don't I know it has it a lot of American culture yeah mm -hmm. but I think like the whole work ethic and having no boundaries and like all of that is very American but I don't know I don't know but London itself feels that way not maybe okay. not like but okay. also um we talked about this with another show but I can't remember what it, we I mean a little bit of Hamilton but like we talked about it with another show going to the West End like a couple of weeks ago but now I don't remember what it was that we were like is the story too American to go Oh cuz we there was rumors that um slave play Oh right slave was play going yeah, yeah, yeah. to the UK yeah. to London yeah to the West End Slave play Devil Wears Prada <laughs> same thing Um <laughs> yeah it will will british audiences like um will they like shocked we also don't know also yes opening in the that last is true. End. well i think shocked is one that we've talked about how they can like change the jokes and make them more like make them feel like they're in that area i feel like yeah. even with shocked on tour they could like Every night they could just like, what city are we in? Let's change the joke for the city. Shocked is coming to Nashville and it's going to be like a homecoming. Like it's going to yeah. be like a really, it's a big It's going to be like Taylor Swift going to Nashville. <laughs> like it's going to be. Paris tour. Yeah. yeah. Shucked coming to Nashville and Taylor it's Swift just, coming to Nashville yeah. are the same. The same They're thing. actually the, the same. same, thing. same I know Taylor Swift isn't actually from Nashville, but. She's she not? Lived it's all here. The same. No, she's right, from see? Philly. She's from Philly. Oh, I didn't know but that. she lived here for a yeah. hot second and everyone right. knows. She lived here. And, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not yeah. for that long. 
Anyway, yeah. that's a whole this is a whole I other think, podcast. I do think Devil Wears Prada is kind of made to be a musical. Like it it's like one of those yeah stories that like oh this works like it, yeah. What yeah. is just 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 really quickly what is the group number though? Like what's the ensemble number? Like what around? I guess like there could be one with like the group of her friends. <laughs> That's not a <laughs> full ensemble. Group. I know, I know. Um, I don't know the fat like the fashion show. Like there could be a whole. I have like this whole scene at the very beginning where they're like waiting for. Miranda to come into the mm-hmm. office and that's like where the mm-hmm. opening number is and it's like mm-hmm. people getting mm-hmm. ready. I just and... hope Emily Blunt is at the premiere of this. Can we manifest that? <laughs> Not Anne Hathaway? We don't care about her? Okay, yes, Anne Hathaway. I just mean because Emily Blunt is from England, so I just want oh, okay. her. Okay. I just want her there. I just want her there. <sighs> this fair. is so interesting to me because I don't know, I saw this article and I wanted us to talk about this, but will Sweeney Todd close after following Aaron Tveit and Sun Foster's departure, which they're only doing what twelve weeks, I think, right? Right. Yeah. And I've, I mean, yeah, I'm sure Rachel, you've been seeing all the clips online. I feel like it's my been TikTok more is just this. Yes, <laughs> it's been more videoed than like Annalie and Josh. I'm like, I guess people didn't care about <laughs> them. I think what I think people are upset that they changed the key. They changed the key for Aaron yes. today for mm-hmm. a half step. A half step. A half step mm-hmm. yeah. for that, the show. Yeah. Which is like and that's I, like, like you okay. Know. But right. <clears throat> people are so upset about it. And then people are really upset or like concerned rather about Sutton's characterization of um mrs lovett and Mm -hmm. i like that she's doing too much with her character work and not enough of like her actual singing but here's my we're not seeing the full show there's that number one yeah but my other thing is annalee ashford was also doing a lot of character work and she didn't have a consistent accent the whole time Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. her but her singing was better but she wasn't doing the same kind of like it's also isn't the whole point to have mrs lovett be different each time we do it right like wasn't well, that it, the whole point of every cat recasting i know but like especially these two characters because they're just so yeah. oh, like they're so big like sweeney todd and mm-hmm. mrs lovett they're big characters they're over the top they're mm-hmm. the tenardiers well especially this casting is definitely the tenardiers <laughs> what do you think darby what do you think of antivate and Sus- sutton and sweeney i like it i don't know like <laughs> I don't. I don't have a lot of thoughts. Do you know I Sweeney love Todd? Like, do you know the show? Sweeney and Todd. Sweeney mm-hmm. and Todd. Oh yeah. Like, do you know Absolutely. it pretty well? Yeah, I'm, I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, the internet like had a seizure when Aaron wow. Tveit was a was <laughs> when he was cast, and now he's singing it in a different key, and we're like, oh yeah, that's what. A half step. I, I want to just be yeah. clear. A half step. Right. That's so, that's, that's like nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. It does sound different, though, I will say, because it is intimate. But I will say, this is the this is the era of Hot Sweeney, because he is Hot Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs> he is working, even it's with the, the blood hot, in the it's end. It's like the era of hot, hot characters you didn't think were hot. It's Hot Sweeney, Hot right. Gomez. It's Sweeney just... Todd has always been hot. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hot Gomez is incredible. Yeah. 
yeah. Amazing. Well, I don't know. I feel bad though that like they took the stage and they thought this was gonna help them make more money for the show and now they're like they're gonna have to close the show maybe well yeah and i keep seeing those things that are like two tickets for 80 dollars or something whatever yeah i know taylor and i always talk about you know it's bad when we who don't live in new york city are getting emails for like show Mm -hmm. deals of shows that are currently on broadway not that are going to open but ones that are currently on broadway and i got two sweeney todd ones this week so amazing well, we'll see. We'll keep an eye out for this. I mean, it's been on Broadway for a while. So, I mean, and I think it's, I wonder if it's recouped its investment, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I We could look at the grosses. True. Christian Borle, Crystal Rodriguez, and Ephraim Sykes are going to star in Bye Bye Birdie at the Kennedy Center. This is what? very exciting. I, I'm guessing. Oh, are Christian you excited? Flynn, I think it's, I, I mean, I think it's going to be good. I love Christian Borle. I love all of these people. Here's the problem with Bye Bye Birdie. It's one of my favorite right. movie musicals of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's super problematic. Right. Like they're like the whole, I, I mean, I have seen a, a version of the, like a, a community production of this. And it was right before COVID. So it was 2019 and I was super uncomfortable because they didn't change a lot. They changed some of the language, but they didn't change a lot of the language. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm wondering they're going to have to change some of this. And there's a whole song I feel we shouldn't sing. Well, I feel like they are going to change it. I just, I don't but know. But do you think they're going to change like that much where the plot point about Rosie is not this way? I mean, she's like, I don't know. yeah, we'll have to see. Darby, you've seen I Bye Bye like... Birdie, right? I have not seen Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. I also have not seen Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, yeah, it's just you guys. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm over here just like spouting it. I mean, I, I, I like, there... is it problematic? We don't know. <laughs> it's not the I show itself. Like in total, the show itself is not really that problematic because it's about like this Elvis character mm-hmm. and yada, yada. And I mean, it's kind of problematic, but not really. But there's one specific, specific character who's only really productive, quote unquote, in the plot because of her being from a different culture. And instead mm-hmm. of addressing right. it, in a way that's like okay-ish. It's like addressing it in a way that's funny, that like breeds into these false narratives, into like um what is it called when it, oh god, I forget that word. Hmm? You know what are you trying to think of? Stereotype. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. hard. I don't know. But anyway, Bi- I, we were I, like bias. Bias. Yeah. But no, like it, it breeds into a stereotype. But right. like it's also a great, like the music and everything is great. But mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Well, I feel like these actors wouldn't do it if they like. I hope that that's it. true. We'll, well see. Maybe it's just going to be a time capsule and they'll be like. This is what it, it is. It was still so hard to watch as a time capsule piece. Right. Right. And like, would Kennedy Center even do it if, like, that's the thing. Like, would they have even announced it if maybe they're going to say bye bye to the problematic um, things? <laughs> bye bye um, problems and bye bye birdie. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. A new tagline. Um, what we're not saying bye bye to is. <laughs> Ella 
Baby, baby, Betty, I don't know, Betty? is going to join the cast of Appropriate at the Belasco Theater, which we talked about last week or the week before. That we it talked is about ex- how the Appropriate yeah. extended and moved to the Belasco yeah. Theater. Very exciting. Um, ex- I've heard, I just had a, someone I follow on Instagram went and saw it um, last night and said it was amazing. So heard very good things about this play. Um, what, Rachel, let's talk about your favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you super, did you like have a meltdown when this happened? Yeah, I cry. I had to, I had to call my therapist. I had to have a special session. Yeah. A beautiful noise, uh, Mm -hmm. announces officially it's closing date on June 30th. My favorite musical on Broadway, as Taylor likes to say. I actually am pretty surprised. I'm not that surprised because I'm obviously surprised it lasted this long. Mm-hmm. But I am. And it's pretty even surprised. like it's not even closing very soon. Like they're they're yeah. giving it time. Well, I here here's what I was thinking, Taylor, because we just got our we just locally they just announced our 2024 25 season um, mm-hmm. for Broadway for touring, touring in Nashville. Oh, for touring. Yeah, yeah. And a beautiful noise isn't on there. And I'm like, obviously it's not on there because they haven't announced that they're gonna tour. But mm-hmm. I think that it will be added as an additional like thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make just enough money to go on tour. Like mm-hmm. I think that a beautiful noise is trying like they're they're putting their end dates after the Tonys when people come and can't see their Tony show because because it's too right. expensive. They can come see a 2 p.m., a 5, or a 5 p.m., or whatever it is. A 1 p.m. and a 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, and then go to their other show. And, yeah. like, they'll make money. Like, they, it's this is really smart. I am kind of sad. I'm always sad when a show mm-hmm. closes because that means that people are out mm-hmm. of work. But right. I am not... I'm not sad that this is the content that is closing. Um. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. I am. You know who I'm most sad for is Ken Davenport. Like we've talked about, the producer of A Beautiful Noise, one of the producers, and the producer of Harmony. He has two shows closing close. within like yeah. three months. I feel so bad for him. I just That's say. what happens when you pick jukebox musicals. <laughs> But like we him uh, Hamilton Harmony is not a jukebox musical. It's it's an original musical. Yeah, it just wow. has Barry Manilow doing the doing, doing the, the most music. Yeah, doing the harmonies. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, a beautiful noise. It'll make a beautiful noise until June thirtieth. There we go. Um, I can't. Happy first preview to Water for Elephants and The Notebook. Very excited. Darby, I've which seen one are so you, many which, things. If you had to, would you rather, would you rather see Water for Elephants or The Notebook? Don't do this to me. Um, I don't know. Have you seen either movie? Because I've, I've never seen, seen Water for Elephants. Oh, you really? Was, okay. You haven't seen Water for Elephants? No, I just, I, I watched like the first 10 really minutes and time. I was like, I don't think I can get on that. Rachel, Rachel was like, I think I get this. There's like elephants. There's and circles. there's like Reese Witherspoon, right? She's in that right. movie. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would, think I think. I, go ahead. Well, Tay. We both answered this at the same time. <laughs> I would rather see the Notebook, but that's just me. Yeah. I I thought I was gonna say that Taylor, and then this past week. 
besides my TikTok being people hating on Aaron Tibet, it's also right. been it's also been all of the behind the scenes of Water for Elephants, their mm-hmm. tech. I mean, whoa, there's so much tech. And I'm sure there's tech for, for the notebook. But mm-hmm. they this is how they got me. This is how they're going to get mm-hmm. people like me. Water for <laughs> Elephants, the actual musical, is putting this stuff out on TikTok and Instagram. Like, they, they are filming wow. behind the scenes. Like, they are doing all this stuff. You, like, you saw all of the, like, computers out in the orchestra section as they're trying to run all the lights right. and the sounds. Just like you would in an... I mean, obviously, this happens with every tech run. Mm-hmm. But we don't typically get to see it. We don't right. get to like see like it. Someone that, does it. Do we like the peel behind the I love that. I'm like, I, I want to yeah. go now. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. just enough where I'm like, what will the show have in store for me while there's all this stuff happening? I still know nothing about the show or the plot or the songs. Um, well, there's water but... for elephants, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also want to say that I've also heard the clips of Joy Wood singing in the notebook and it makes me obviously want to go see her i i have seen her in little shop of horror when she before she did audrey when she was one mm. of the narrators yeah little uh, uh the notebook just i don't know the set intrigues me the rain scene i've heard is amazing the story's just so classic i don't it's know true. I, i'm just i feel very... like i would rather see the story but i as we have already discussed i don't know the water and i've heard the ingrid michelson music is amazing so i'm very excited did you pick one darby <laughs> uh i'd say water for elephants because i'm a tech nerd and you know see? nice this nice. is where you're yeah. like i just if there's this many things going into it you're like i'm yeah. i'm just like hmm and superman's in it so or what's his name i don't know isn't it he from the Flash? Yeah. Oh, the Flash. That's right. right? I thought he was I Superman. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. This is me not knowing. No, I you're right. Know. He is the Flash. He is the Flash. <laughs> okay. It's all the same universe. Whatever. Same um, yeah. <laughs> the same person. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, sorry, Pictures of Manhattan concert productions of Children of Eden, which features Norm Lewis and um, Aya Carvalho, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting and looks gorgeous looks looks gorgeous yeah and even the space is so pretty the space where they're doing it um jelly's last jam at um new york city center Center. with billy porter and lots of other people and even to make hot sweeney and hot Hot mrs lovett yeah and sweeney todd that's right that's it that's what we have I think do I wonder if maybe they just they just keep doing new Sweeney's and Lovett's like little shop of horrors. I think that they're they're if, if people aren't gonna come see them, like Aaron. Well, also, people are people are coming to see Joe Locke. Like he had a huge stage door. Yeah. yeah. Like from Heartstopper. I mean, it was crazy. It was kind yeah, of yeah. He insane. can sing so well. Yeah. It's Who crazy. Knew? Who knew? I mean, uh, and someone I heard someone say that Heartstopper was like the first thing acting, like professional acting thing he'd ever done. He did, which is crazy. Crazy. I know. Yeah. Have you seen Heartstopper, Darby? No, I haven't. So good. You gotta see Heartstopper. I know. I I have not either. 
It's so yeah. cute. Oh, this is my my um bag of everyone. Just see hearts hopper. It'll make you feel better. Your bag of everyone. Yeah, yeah I need to, it's on my list. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. I also I'll put it higher on your list. I'll, I'll oh, put it right after uh, what I'm watching right now. Rachel is Rachel is calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. I see you, she wants she wants you to watch Water for Elephants, and you need to watch. Okay. Hard stopper. I hear it. I hear it. I will do my homework. I'll do mine too. Let's transition to puppets. Sesame Street. I'm just kidding. (laughs) As we talked about. Oh my gosh. Puppets. I love It's a big part. It's so funny that it it really is. Puppets are a big part of the theater industry. Like I didn't realize in doing research for the episode, like how much they actually are a part of the theater industry. Puppets have been like a huge part of theater since like what ancient Greece. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. So we did an episode on Taylor, remember our episode on theater mm-hmm. history and mm-hmm. the history of theater or whatever. And we talked about mm-hmm. um the Del Arte period, like in Italy. And that's really where puppets started really becoming a big thing. It that's a long that's a long ass time for puppets to be around and mm. for people to think that puppets only existed for the shout out of the musical we named at the beginning avenue q is is really funny and this is why like oh or lion king or lion king or finding yeah. nemo oh good reference dad. point yeah um go with the flow sorry i was trying to think of the song <laughs> I was like, I know the crush song. I know the crush song. The musical's song. so good. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. 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 Um, that's funny. So, Finding Nemo. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that is a great I didn't have that in my notes that we could talk about that, but we can This is why we have the expert, the resident. Yeah, that's why you have me, guys. You're right. <laughs> so tell us about puppets, Darby. Tell us about oh, like what you know about the about puppets and how they're used in theater or musicals or your experience with them yeah or your start your start with them well my start with puppets was like when i was like really little i was i saw um at barnes and noble there was like this little stage where they would like read stories to you and there was this guy Mm -hmm. who would come with puppets and i was like a big fan of that um and so i'd make like little like paper bag and like sock puppets when i was younger then i did it for a while and then um this past year, I got, like, last year, um, I'm in uh, art class where you get to do whatever you want. So I've just been making puppets and puppet theaters and, like, all that stuff. Um, and it's, like, it's pretty good because, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Puppet. What is it about, like, the, I guess, art form that you think is, like, so special? Well, I think one part of it is like so the idea of having an actor who's like a physical object because the whole idea of a puppet is basically anything that's like an object that's manipulated on stage to tell a story so it's not necessarily like a traditional like muppet or something um right but it's like this it's like this third party that you use to like Mm. tell a story to something and i think that's super cool because you have like um like like <clears throat> excuse me um like you can like there's it's one thing to have like an actor on stage telling a story and that's great but then you add this puppet and it's this mm. whole other art form and it can be like 
the coolest thing ever and it's like there's just like a certain wonder that people have when they see a puppet on stage it's like mm-hmm. that's a puppet what yeah mm-hmm. well I love that and I think um one thing that we'll talk about like musicals and things plays uh, that have puppets and like how there are different forms of puppets which I love for you to talk to us about like yes. like a Muppet versus a marionette mm-hmm. versus like something like that's in the Lion King. But um, I always think about the marionettes, which are puppets from mm-hmm. uh, The Sound of Music. Yes. In, in what you're mm-hmm. explaining, right? That there is this time. First of all, that's one of the best songs. Don't don't yeah. lie. Don't lie to yourself. I am an only <laughs> But like the whole, it's a musical already. Like the the yeah. sound of music is a musical already. It's already mm-hmm. a show. And then they have this one moment where they are performing something additional in that mm-hmm. space. It, and it's like very obviously in that in in the sound of music experience. It's um referencing another kind of story but it is cool that you get to have this I like what you're saying a third part right it's it's mm-hmm. it's not quite the same as breaking the fourth wall which allows us to feel different things as an audience member but it is sometimes that inception of a story within a story or a reflective piece that can be more innovative or creative or otherworldly than a character itself like Mm -hmm. it's really hard for characters on stage who look like humans cats is a great example for us to believe that they're cats they are humans in leotards and we know it and it's fine and we've decided to suspend our disbelief but cats be better with puppets is what you're saying i don't know right (laughs) i think every music would be better with puppets but interesting yeah but like right like if someone were dressed up as king kong that what would we do with that? That wouldn't be great. It just like that's like the guy who's working, you know. Um, I mean, it's like Hannah Dog and Peter Pan. Hannah Dog isn't supposed. <laughs> Hannah is a dog. She's a dog. She's able to be a human. Wait, wait, dog. wait. Are you saying it's Hannah? I thought her name was Nana. Nana. That's right. Yeah. It's Hannah. Okay. It's Nana. Exactly. Hannah. Nana. So you're you're saying I can never play King Kong and King Kong? <laughs> you could be one of the six to eight people who have to work the puppet. <sighs> I just wanted to wear a big thing and go on the top of the Empire State Building. Well, That's you can I do that in Times Square and ask people for money yeah. when they take a photo with you. You're right. You're right. Um, the dream of all dreams of mine. <laughs> um, yeah. I also think because one of the, obviously a show that we'll talk about and a show that is very influential in the puppet space that we've already mentioned is Avenue Q, like a very big show within that, the puppet space. And I think what's in, what was incredible about that show is that they can just get, puppets can get away with things because it's a puppet. Yeah. And it's not an actual human. I mean, it is a human saying it, but I think people, have this why it was so successful is because people have this suspension of disbelief of like oh that's not like real like no one is actually saying that it's actually and so i think a puppet can get away with things a little bit more than a human can which i find fascinating and but i also think if it's done well there's this aspect of you're watching most of the time you can see the person that is puppeting the thing. Yeah. But um, so as an audience member, if 
they're doing their job, you're still not taken out of the story when you're seeing the person, mm-hmm. even though you're still seeing, like, oftentimes you can be like, oh, someone's maneuvering that, but they're still, like, a part of the story. They're still doing, you know, providing um, emotion through puppetry. And I think that's, it's really difficult to do, and I think people think it's, like, easy to do, um, but it's, like, not easy to do at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's yeah. not. Um, I think a big thing of it, like if you look at, um, like Avenue Q, for example, if you like watch it, the um, people who are, um, so when you think of a puppet, it's kind of like a sort of like a um extension of the body in a way. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the puppets in a thing like Avenue Q, if and you compare them to the people who are like, um, using them as a tool they they tend to look very similar and that's one thing that helps people get away with like um like looking at the puppet instead of the person because they look very similar in a way like it's mm. like people t- like people look like the puppets they're using even if they don't want to like if you have a puppet you look like the puppet it's like a it's weird I like it. Well, and I think that's part of the, like, not being distracted. So mm-hmm. I I think it would be helpful, and because I, I know nothing about the different types of puppets, really. But, like, let's let's brainstorm and talk about the different kinds of puppets that exist. And, Darby, you can lead us off with this. Because in my mind, the first thing, outside of musicals, the first two types of puppets that come to mind are puppets like Sock Sesame puppets? Street and... <laughs> Yeah, well, sure. Sock puppets and puppets like Sesame Street and the Muppets. Yes. Right. Um. So I I love the Muppets. It's my Kermit. It's so frog. cute. Um, yes, Kermit pin. But so Muppets are a mixture of a couple different types of puppets. It's mainly um hand and rod puppets. So hand puppet. Hold on. I have one. I have one. I love the visuals. We're so yes! ready. <laughs> Um, this is one of the first puppets I made, so he's a little bit jank. Um, <laughs> this is this is Morrissey. Um, oh my god! This <laughs> is my Muppet. Oh, um, so, what differentiates a hand puppet and a rod puppet? And a lot of times they go hand in hand. So, a hand puppet, you here's the back view of a puppet is always ugly, but you you stick your hand into move them out, mm-hmm. and your um, arm tends to be the body, and that that's what makes a hand puppet but then if you add um but then if you add sticks which tend to be the arms those are called rods and so it's a rod puppet mm-hmm. this guy's name is morrissey by the way um, morrissey i like it i love that he looks like morrissey to me and i don't know wow um, but so that is what makes a um hand puppet and rod puppet and then there's also full body puppets which i think are really cool that tend to take like a couple people to um, puppeteer like in uh, Sesame Street like Cookie Monster I think it's two two or three people um, for Cookie Monster because there's the um, one person has to use two hands for the mouth because he's so big um, and then there's um, the arms and I think in some some of Sesame Street it's one person doing both arms but in some of it it's mm. two separate people um, mm. and so that's and like then, a full body yeah and then you have full body puppets that are similar to, they're different. Like you can see the person, but mm-hmm. like Lion King, right? Like where yeah, one yeah. person is like the right. cheetah and you can see them moving mm-hmm. the puppet, but they themselves are just moving the puppet or like with Life of Pi. 
yeah. recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, cool. And then there's like a sock puppets, which are, I feel like everyone's made a sock. If you haven't made a sock puppet sometime in your life, you can't be a real functioning adult, in my opinion. Yeah, it's true. I had a friend in college <laughs> for her so birthday much. party. We all made sock puppets. Oh That's my what, gosh, this is yeah. such a good idea. That's so this. good. If you can't sew and you can't use a power tool and you've never made a sock puppet, you can't be a functioning adult. It's just, (laughs) it's true. Um, I didn't do one Um, of those things. (laughs) You gotta get on that. Not a functioning adult. You might be a dad, but you're not. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. You haven't lived. And then, and then, right, like other puppets. I'm thinking like marionette type puppets, like we mentioned, Mm -hmm. and like King Kong. That is like a inflatable pup. It's like a puppet, but it works sort of like a marionette. And mm-hmm. marionettes, correct me if I'm wrong, where, right? Where you're, uh, you're not, you're using your hands with the strings to operate how their body, the puppet would move. Yes. Yes. Um, marionettes, um, like King Kong is technically a marionette, but a lot of people don't so think it because crazy. of the size. Huge. How big yeah. He's ginormous. Six Crazy. people at least, six to eight yeah. people. But a marionette tends to have um you need you tend to need two hands for one puppet because arms and then the one has like the head and the legs and all that stuff. But um yeah, so a marionette is just um a string puppet. Um they're called marionette string puppets. Um those are like the two main names for them. And it's mm. and you tend to, for marionettes, you tend to not see the person. That's a big part of um right. like Marionettes is the um because it those tend to be in like actual puppet theaters not always but most of the time they're in actual puppet theaters which make it so you either can't see the person or the person is outside of the frame of the stage so you like don't pay attention to them um Hmm. but that marionettes are just you use strings for them um and then there's like shadow puppets um which are a form of flat puppets there's Mm -hmm. um flat puppets, which are any puppets that aren't three-dimensional, basically, and they tend to have a stick on the back, like a long stick, and that's mm-hmm. how they're moved, and they sometimes have joints, sometimes they're just solitary figures, um, but those are like, that's what a shadow puppet is, except it's a solid color, but then there's also um, ones that aren't solid black, and they're like actual, like, cool things. Um, so what is Finding Nemo? We talked about this earlier. Yeah, Finding Nemo um those that mm, that's hard because i it's mainly rod puppets i mean some of mm. them depending on the show obviously because um someone might use hand puppets i don't know that would be kind of weird um but most of finding nemo is rod puppets rod puppetry um but i think it's pretty cool i love rod puppets it says here the show uses a Japanese style of puppetry called bunkriku. Yes. In which yeah. the puppeteer's body becomes part of the puppet. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, right, because it's like above them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yeah. of them are above them. Some of them have them like on their chest and then they're in all black, so you like can't see them. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Which I think is cool. cool. I think that was one of the first like actual shows i went and saw with puppets in it 
don't it's so cool that. and they they can like blink the eyes they have that little lever where that like the mm-hmm. eyes can blink i'm looking at this article here from disney park blog Ooh. Ooh. um Ooh. and there's a little video behind the scenes um and we'll put it in our show notes below um so you guys can go and watch that but um yeah those it's it. it's actually interesting how much i feel like we forget how many puppets there are in shows like even recently like into the woods like we rachel and i both saw the revival of into the woods and i think puppets were used those so incredibly Mm -hmm. well obviously milky white is like the icon of the century yeah and he's (laughs) incredible the best recently my my wife and i had this big discussion about how she did not like that production of into the woods because she thought the set design was terrible and she said milky white was the best part of the whole show and i was like okay he was great but like the best part of the whole show he was really so good he really was so good but i was like gavin creel just stephanie j block what are you talking about yeah um he did steal lots of his scenes which was great um, but also even stuff like Shrek, like Shrek had puppets. I was gonna and, say Shrek, yeah. Yeah. And um there was one recent uh well and Warhorse was a big play that um, huge and that was like I feel like people like freaked out over because well, I feel like that was like one of the first pup- time yeah. I mean yeah. it well it's yeah. really I, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about what that play is mm-hmm. about. I've not seen the movie. It's about not, World War One. That's all I know. Don't know anything, yeah. but what I do know mm-hmm. is that those people were riding puppet horses, and mm-hmm. that if there isn't just something special about that, I don't it's, even know. Yeah. What other musicals or plays, Darby, that you know have puppets um, in them, or that were formative for you thinking about mm-hmm. puppets? Oh, let me think. Um, I think I this one's surprising. Um, but. The Grinch musical has puppets. Mm, that's awesome. not in every, but I went and I saw it, and they had like little hand puppets at one point, and I was like, "That's amazing." I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then Avenue Q, obviously, that's a obviously mm-hmm. big one with puppets. Um, there's oh, there's I wrote. I wrote down Little Shop because yes. people right. forget that Audrey I, mm-hmm. too is a puppet. Yeah. yeah um, mm-hmm. And, and a big one. A big puppet. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. seen some um, versions of it where people like don't have Audrey too as a puppet, and it's like an actual actor that's in like mm-hmm. green, and I think that's great. But it's just it's not the same because like it's such a it's such a puppet show that it like mm-hmm. like it's perfect for mm-hmm. that puppet. But the Audrey two puppet is very Huge. big. We um. Our school is talking about um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. We were, like, talking mm-hmm. about it in class the other day. Um, and um, I think one of the main things with it is the budget for, like, Audrey 2 because it's, like, it's crazy. Because it comes from, um, I mean, it depends, but sometimes it's, like, prop or set, like, because people never really this is okay this was a question i was going to ask and we can ask it now and come back to some (laughs) other musicals but what are puppets because i have some questions right like what are puppets are they where do you put them are they with props are they with costumes Mm -hmm. are they with set design Mm -hmm. like what are they does it it depend um, on what kind of puppet it is it depends on the show 
the director like it depends on a lot of things like if you, you were doing him. something like if you were doing something like um lion king it would probably be um in costume props which is like a mm-hmm. mix or whatever um yeah because it's because some of them are like wearable Wearing pieces it. and so yeah. then it would go into the um costume thing um but then some of them would be put them in the prop sections but most theaters who do have puppets have a separate category like it's not prop or set it's puppets puppets um which i think right. is probably the best they have probably. like the puppet room the puppet team because um yeah cuz puppets are hard to make and you need someone to, that actually like knows what they're doing to do that yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Let's let's just for a second talk about Lion King because I feel like it is like maybe one of the most I mean it's obviously on Broadway like one of the most influential shows oh, yeah. in the past 20 years but I feel like puppetry wise I mean it like kind of did something different puppetry and mask wise mm-hmm. it very it did something different and I think now we're like oh lion king like it's you know it's the show that's been on for so long and we're like oh yeah it's just that you know it's so it's overrated maybe just me but um it's just uh, taylor. <laughs> yeah, just taylor. but no um but it truly especially when it first premiered like was revolutionary in the puppet space oh, yeah. and in the theater space but yeah i think um lion king is like one of probably one of the most influential um shows that are like still around especially in the puppet scene specifically um because they because most shows with puppet it's either um like in the um in finding nemo where it's like more about the puppet than the puppeteer and Mm -hmm. in like avenue q where it's a um hand puppet but in the lion king it's these like like it's more I think a lot of people that's what changed their idea of puppet being puppets into like an actual art form because puppetry mm-hmm. is an art form and a lot of people are like mm-hmm. oh it's puppets but and Lion King yeah. um I think changed a lot of minds with that because there's like a lot of puppets and like like all like pretty much all of them are puppets like with like and like the whole idea of like masks and puppetry like mm-hmm. combining sort of um and how it a lot of puppets tend to look juvenile when they're like mm. on stage and stuff like like they they're like kids puppets because puppets a lot of times right. are meant for children but um yes. in um lion king it's like i guess it's just like elevated to another level where it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love that i love that point i think i have two thoughts on puppets being assumed to be childlike or for yeah. children one, the Lion King, I think what's cool about the Lion King and Taylor hates me talking so much about the Lion King because I'm like, Lion no, King. No, 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 it's fine. It's um, fine. But I, I think that what is so cool is that it is a children's musical. Like the musical mm-hmm. is about, like is for children. It's made for this moral experience. It's very Disney. And to have something that's super Disney actually be very elevated like the word you use very mm-hmm. artistic mm-hmm. very um kind of uh, not like robotic but like kind of future oriented when you're thinking about the 90s of like how mm-hmm. the puppets are moving i mean it's cla- it looks like classy 
and somehow avant-garde but it's a but in a story that is meant for children and i think when people thought oh there are going to be puppets around the lion king they probably thought it was going to be i'm going to use the word cheesy because that's what people might have thought right yeah Mm -hmm. and I, i that's i think that this space of what puppets are have obviously changed a little bit more right with milky white and with life of pie and with um some other things that we've war horse that we've Mm -hmm. seen that take the engineering parts of puppets and architecture and structure and have moved them into a space that is less puppet-esque um or Mm -hmm. what people would assume is puppets yeah and i i think the other point of like people think that puppets are for children is also sometimes why puppets work for that very thing we were talking about before to say the most mm-hmm. ridiculous thing. And oh, that's yeah. where mm-hmm. Avenue Q comes in, right? Is like, it's making, f- like you think because of what it's going to look like based off of what you're about to see, the puppets that you're about to see, that it's going to be, I mean, you would know going in that it's not appropriate for children, but like oh, yeah. you <laughs> think it's going to be like childlike. Like and in some yeah, like Sesame Street or like even like the Muppets, right? Like something mm-hmm. like or even other puppet things that exist um, on PBS Kids, right? Like you you think it's going to be like that. And the energy is kind of like that. And then they say the most adult and most insane things and also are mm-hmm. are doing it in a way that's like playful that mm-hmm. allows you to think about it without overthinking about mm-hmm. if you should even be in a space thinking about these things. Like there is mm-hmm. this element of childlikeness that we are brought into on purpose when people use puppets. It's not just suspending our disbelief or whatever, but it allows us to like connect with this sock puppet child experience mm-hmm. that I think that we want to, we long to have in a theater experience, but we often right don't because we are afraid that that human is saying something that this human shouldn't say mm-hmm. or shouldn't think but when you like but when you make it a puppet no, yeah when you make yeah. it a puppet it's like a puppet yeah maybe yeah. for it yeah mm-hmm. it's also like um i feel like having a puppet in a show allows creatives like directors and you know, writers just like they're like, well, how are we? Something like Life of Pi is interesting, or Warhorse, because it's like, well, how are we going to do this one thing on stage? Mm. And then a puppet allows them to bring a story to a stage, but still make it um, believable and not something that is like, well, what? Why are they doing a show with a tiger? Like that's like it's just <laughs> the boy and the tiger. Like half of the <laughs> half of the. Thing. Yeah. And like we're not going to get a real tiger so what do we do we're not going to have someone in a tiger costume like what do we do so a puppet allows it to be um more real almost which is mm-hmm. interesting well i'm wondering darby if you can talk about i i have these two questions like first like how how do you go about making a puppet like what do you need to be thinking about when you're designing a puppet and that relates to my other question which is about i agree with taylor i think that puppets allow us to see and feel expression um, mm-hmm. in a way that it doesn't if it's just a person in a costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. So talk us through why that might be, if you're willing to do that. Of course. Um, so when you create a puppet, um, the first thing that you think about is 
what you're trying to show and what you're trying to get out of this puppet. Um, so if it's something like um, in the life of Pi with um, the tiger, you have to think about all the movement um, a tiger would have. That's one of the big part points is like the anatomy of whatever um, character you're creating. So if it's an animal puppet, you have to like do a bunch of research to figure out exactly how their joints move and how they move. Um, because movement is the most, like a lot of people think it's like whatever the face looks like on the puppet is the most important thing, but it's how the puppet moves and mm. um, how the joints and what materials mm. it needs to be made out of to um, actually go about like uh, making it seem real, like whatever, because um, they tend to be used for animals to make it like whatever animal it's trying to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so with the whole idea of like puppets, like you get this you get like the, a certain like um expressions that you can't make with like humans like especially in the muppets is like i think a great example for the whole expression mm. things because if you look at muppets they're like they're they're just so like cartoony and like expressions but they're these like physical objects and it's like a mm -hmm. weird mix of like um like a cartoon show and reality which like mm. the juxtaposition is like it's like whimsical, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. then there's uh, like puppets like Lion King and uh, Life of Pi, where it's um, supposed to be closer to reality than from like a cartoon. Mm. And so with that, you have more joints. And like, so the more joints you mm -hmm. add to a puppet, the realer it feels, I guess. Um, and what do you, I mean, right? Like puppets, most of the time, like their eyebrows and their eyes don't move, but so much mm -hmm. the rest of their body does, or their mm -hmm. hands do, or like their mouth does. What is one thing you've been taught or think about when you're like, like the puppet you showed us, like, what is one thing where we're, we're experiencing some kind of expression and emotion from something where a lot of the features that a a person would do to change their thoughts yeah isn't able to change so it's similar to with like a like wearing a mask like mask acting um mm -hmm. where your puppet it has a lot less well not less character traits but it has like a main like main um character trait that the face can um tend to like look like like if you're not um like squishing the mouth super hard or some mm -hmm. um puppets have um, I forget what they're called, but they're like a rod in it that you can press buttons to move the eyebrows move the and eyebrows. The eyes. Um, and so it's like, uh, it, it honestly, like most of the time it's just a puppet will have like one or two character traits that it sticks to, um, similar to mask, um, acting, or it'll have, you'll have more than one puppet with different expressions like i mean mm. it depends on the theater because oftentimes with theater you can't do that um but it'll have it like like you don't see the puppet and then you see it again and it has different eyeballs or whatever like the muppets um, and so it that's right. another big thing with the like yeah. expressions and uh whatnot that's cool what do you think are like big misconceptions about puppetry i mm. think um one big misconception is that it's like silly i guess um mm -hmm. because puppetry yeah. is an art form that's been like th it's thousands of years old um mm -hmm. and people again think of it as very juvenile like right. like when you because like most people when they think of a puppet they think of 
the Muppets, Sesame Street, that kind of thing. But puppets have been like telling stories since like fifth mm-hmm. century ancient Greece, like like a mm-hmm. long, long time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't know that. And then another thing is that puppets are easy because it took me like a like it's it's hard. Like I mean sock puppets are different, but um <laughs> but like anyone making, can sock puppet. Sock puppets are so good. I love sock puppets. But like making like a um like the process of making and puppeting a puppet mm-hmm. are really difficult because um because people think when you do a puppet you like you know you just but you you don't move your top hand like pe- like you don't you move, your, move you just move the bottom hand because if you look at someone's mouth um they don't move their top jaw they just mm. move the bottom jaw so that's, that's like one of the so unless the the um puppet is like very expressive like extremely extremely like crazy mm-hmm. then it'll ah. like 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 or like if it's like yelling or whatever like cookie monster like, maybe to put cookie both monster. cookies in his mouth Mm-hmm. Trekkie monster, both of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, like you know. What is he excited about? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that. I th- I. It's so interesting. I think the other thing that I find this is partly why I love I love um puppets um and why we're having an episode about puppets. But the intonation, a character, an actor who is playing a puppet has to mm-hmm. have to do a lot of more vocal expressions that they can't Mm -hmm. do with their body um, or with their eyes or with their, you know, like, like like you were saying there, there is, they are an object, right? Puppets Mm -hmm. are an object. And so they don't have the same kind of flow that humans do on stage. And so you have to do a lot with your voice and people, um, I don't think people know what that's like. Or if you're a silent puppet, you have to do a lot with your own facial expressions if you're being seen mm-hmm. as well as the puppet. That's Milky White's experience. Milky White doesn't talk the whole time. I think they, they make mm-hmm. like one or two sounds the whole yeah. show. Yeah. And like that's a lot for that actor to be doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that we don't... I don't know. We don't, we just don't decide that it's important um, in the theater world, especially in the musical theater world, which I find very interesting because a lot more musicals mm-hmm. than plays have puppets, oh, yeah. at least mm-hmm. in our current history. Um, right. But yeah. But starting to change. I mean, like Warhorse and Life of Pi are yeah. both plays that had puppets. I do want to shout out Hand to as God, well, a play Hand that to has God, puppets. Yeah. A play. I mean, Frozen has Olaf and yes. Sven, which is which yes. are pretty cool. Both two very different types of puppets in one show, yep. um, which is really cool. Um, a new one that recently is Spirited Away, the Studio Ghibli um, mm-hmm. adaptation. Um, and I believe you can like like it's it was filmed. I think it's like on. Like Broadway HD or something. I'm not really, hmm. I'm not 100% sure. That's but cool. um, they showed it in theaters, I know. But the puppets in that are just like insane. They're really, really, really cool. There's a nearly 20 feet long puppet. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's cool. That is huge. That's crazy. Um, so go check that out. I don't know if there's any other shows or anything else you want to mention, Rachel. Uh, I have I have a silly question 
silly-ish question that I want to end on. Mm -hmm. So this is a question for all of us. Um, If you were to pick a musical that should have puppets in it that doesn't Mm. or a play I'll take either that you would want to do or that you would want to see with puppets what would that be and just describe if like if it's going to be a puppet that's similar to like marionette or like lion king or um you know a stick what did you say like a rod puppet Mm -hmm. um or just a sock puppet type hand puppet Mm -hmm. tell me what are your thoughts I think a show, one of my favorite plays, um, it's it's kind of um, like a lesser known one, but The Bald Soprano. Are you familiar with that? No, tell us more. No. Okay. Yay, so we love bald, being educated. The Bald yes. Soprano is one of my all-time favorite plays. I had to study it for a project and I like fell in mm. love with it. Um, but it's a one act and it's um, it's an absurdist play where it's these this it's um, Mrs. and Mr. Smith and they are in their house, but they don't really know each other. They don't know who they are. They don't know like what's going on. They, it's like, they sort of have amnesia. And then these characters come in and out of their apartment throughout the show. And they don't know who the characters are and all of it. Mm. And the entire um, basis of the show is, um, you know, like when you get a translation book for like, when you go somewhere like on Duolingo, it gives you like really weird, um, phrases yes. and stuff yeah um, um the guy who made it uh, his idea was to take these phrases from a phrase book and just put them in a show and see what happens and so that's, that's what amazing. Soprano. um and there's nothing in the show about a bald soprano except for when there's a fireman he he's about to like leave the apartment he goes what about the bald soprano and they go what and then the fireman leaves and that's <laughs> the only mention of the bald soprano <laughs> that's amazing um and I think oh, that would be such a good show to have puppets, um, mm. like I think hand puppets specifically for this because it it's it would just mm. add another level of like strangeness because the whole idea of the show is like it's like strange and you don't know what's going on. And I think I that would that. be like really really cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Now I have to read a new one act. Yes, you do. Know, it's mm-hmm. it's like eighteen pages. Like it's I can it's do super it. Short. You got it. <laughs> It's yeah, I think we can do that. We can do it. We'll do a reenactment of it on the podcast. We'll just yeah, we'll bring you back and we'll have had puppets. We'll we're we're going to start a Patreon for that and mm-hmm. it'll be great. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Uh, Rachel, I had one, but it went out of my brain. So you go next. <laughs> okay, so the one I want to say is like, Rachel, you can't keep talking about this musical. <laughs> yes, she, a beautiful noise is it? <laughs> But I I think we were we were preparing for today and I was telling um, one of my friends that I was t- going to talk about puppets and they were like, well, and then I said, I want to ask this question. And she was like, well, what would you pick? And I was like, Seussical the Musical. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I just That's actually kind of think that that, right? And mm-hmm. it could be like a combination. Like there could yeah. be a lot of different kinds of puppets. And can you imagine all mm-hmm. of the who's could be hand and rod puppets? And then oh, all of like so the people yeah. like Horton and Maisie mm-hmm. and all of them could be kind of like the Lion King where like it's like. It would be an expensive puppet side. show. That would it be would very be, expensive. But it would be one of those moments where you're like, this is so cool because yeah. it's 
So unlike cats, where I feel like I can put aside the fact that these are just people and leotards dancing, the Seussical, it's so whimsical that you can kind of put it away, mm -hmm. but it is really hard. Like there are moments where I'm like, it, I'm not quite sure I'm getting the world differences here. We all kind of look like humans. It would yeah. be really helpful, I think, even to act mm -hmm. with the more whimsical part of Seussical mm -hmm. Musical. So that was my initial thought. But then my secondary initial thought was, what if we did Hamlet with puppets? Whoa. I love that. Yeah, I think well, it would actually look be, like. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe we'd have some shadow puppets with the ghost. Oh, and okay. I, I don't really know. But I was like, I think this could be it could be really cool that the hard part is there are mm -hmm. a lot of characters that come in and yeah. out. So you'd have to kind of cut mm -hmm. some of that um, visual. But I don't know. It could be I don't know what who's done Shakespeare with puppets, but I want if, I'm sure if, if that's is. out there. I know if it's out there, we need to find it. So any listener who's like, I know where it is. I'm sure musical has existed with puppets in some form. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think there, I know if there, I'm pretty sure there's a, um, adaptation of the Tempest with puppets. Oh, uh, cause that also, so that's cool. like such a good show to do with the puppets. Cause of all show. the like, yeah. Yeah. Not so human characters. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Midsummer Night's Dream would be fun. With yes. Puppets. That would yeah. be cool. Totally. All Taylor, okay. did you did you think of yours, Tay? Wait, wait, wait. Can you hear him, Darby? Wait, I can't hear him. Okay, you cut out. Did you turn your microphone off? No. You're... This is what happened earlier when I joined and I was like, where are you? We unplug it and plug it back in. Hello. Yeah, yep, that was it. I don't even know what what day is it. Did you remember um, your musical or play for? Um, play? no, but I thought of it. Well, uh, first of all, I wanna. Have you seen the thing going around of like B movie the the musical that's been going around and they have? No. There's this like I think it was like a some university wanted to. Like they wanted to um, put on their own show of B movie and like the department wouldn't let them. So they did this like underground like B movie production. It's it's all over. I, I see it, it all musical? over my Instagram. Yeah, it's a Send musical. It and there and yeah, and, and the 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 B is the puppet and the main Barry, course, I think his name course. is, right? Barry. That's um, cool. I've only Barry I've only seen him. the movie once. Yeah. That Barbie movie knows. is so twisted. It's it's, what is it's it like good though. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I thought, what if we did like last five years with puppets? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, like with, with like Kathy Avenue Q puppets. Yeah, like Avenue Q puppets. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, um... <laughs> you would really have to add some things to that. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it would be interesting to separate, like, like I was saying, like. You're watching the human, but you're also watching the puppet and yeah. connecting to, I think you could connect to the story in a different way. Yeah. Ooh, another show that would be really good would be Alice in Wonderland. Yes. That's mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which you were in. You were in that play. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, um, Look at that. I mean, or Willy Wonka. Peter Fred. The... Peter Fred. Honestly, Willy any, Wonka. 
any show can yeah. have puppets if you're brave enough in my it's opinion. true I do think that there is something really beautiful about adding whimsical I know we talked about how we don't like that people think puppets are juvenile mm-hmm. but there mm-hmm. is there can be a lot of fun adding them to whimsical yeah. experiences yeah as well as serious ones yeah. so I mean then I Wicked has that. puppets too now that I think about it because it has the the lion is a puppet for a minute before isn't he's before he's in full right. costume. Before oh. is in the cage, isn't that in the? Is he's an animatronic? Oh, maybe he is an. Because he's not being, he's not with yeah. a hand. I don't think. But, but the but the monkeys would be interesting as puppets. That's, they would be interesting as yeah. puppets. Um, Even though they're already interesting as they are, but. Yeah. There's a um. I think coming out next month, there's an adaptation of Sherlock Holmes with puppets that I'm very excited about. That's cool. cool. Sherlock Holmes and John Bloxon. Um, love this. It's a puppet show. That's, I'm very excited about that. I love that. You have to send it to us and we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put mm-hmm. a link in the show notes. I'm, for people I'm very excited about that one. Yeah. I love that. I'm now just, my brain is spinning. Like, could we do Phantom of the Opera with... Right. I was thinking about Sweeney Todd with puppets and how they could, like, you know, really kill them. Yeah. <laughs> really put them in the meat. If pie. you're killing a puppet, if you're slicing a puppet's head in half, how how much sympathy do you have or is it just fine well i guess that's the question like are you sometimes puppets help us feel things and sometimes puppets take away the feeling that you would Mm -hmm. feel if it was a human right how i wonder Mm -hmm. how that might change i think it it depends on how much um character you give the puppet and how much how much people see the puppet like yeah Yeah. you saw kermit the frog die you'd be devastated because we would be unwell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's just like beloved character and it's yeah. big bird going down right no. but if it's um but if it's a puppet you see for like four minutes and you have you haven't formed a kind of attached yeah when mm-hmm. you see it die you'll be like oh mm-hmm. they ripped the puppet oh yeah. no yeah Moulin Rouge with of... puppets maybe I don't know oh fascinating I definitely think that <laughs> Phantom of the Opera with puppets would make me feel like it's less problematic Sure. Yeah. In a way that might be helpful for me to enjoy mm-hmm. the musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be good with the phantom only blinking one eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have the mask. Oh, that would be so good. Oh <laughs> and then I, wow. I did see online too because Beetlejuice a little bit has the puppet like coming yeah. out of the house, right? The giant... Yeah. The big snake okay. puppet. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Have you seen Beetlejuice, Darby? Or you didn't um, see that? I with Grammy and Pop. I think no, that was Calvin. Going, we're gonna see that. That I don't, it hasn't. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it already it's came coming to Richmond. where I am. Yeah, it's coming but, to Richmond this so. season. I think. Yeah, I cool. I think she's taking the whole family to see that. I think we're all gonna go. We're about it. to see That's six, good. and now I'm wondering if six would be a good. Six would be really cool. I just saw that would six. Be cool. from, like, six. You saw months. you yeah. saw it with Pop? Yeah, I saw it with Pop. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming here next cool week. Cool with so. Pop, actually. Yeah, like, I know. Mar- like I big know. marionettes. I saw Tina Turner the musical last week, and it would not be good with puppets. It is. It's just too high. Is iconic. it good without puppets? <laughs> yes, it was so okay. good. I rank it with my jukebox musical with the Share Show, where I'm like, this was actually really good, and I like. So Share Show's it. number one for you as far as jukebox. Um, in terms of that kind of jukebox musical, okay. I've only yeah, seen like one jukebox ever. 
Yeah. Iconic. I saw I saw all shook up. That was the only jukebox musical. Oh I wow. Saw. Wow. Well, I love. I thanks Darby for telling us all about puppets, and yes, I hope that you. people who are listening are like, you know what? I should check out more theater with puppets and also learn more about puppets. And puppets yeah, are, puppets are great. They so, are. Puppets love you. Puppets. You love puppets. We love puppets. Mm-hmm. If you don't love puppets, you're weird. <laughs> That's the tagline. That's the start. If you don't love puppets, you're weird. <laughs> And you're not an adult, apparently. And you're not, if you've never made a sock puppet, you're You're not not a functioning adult. You're not a functioning adult. Yeah. Uh, Just for the listeners out there, technically Darby is not a functioning adult. (laughs) Technically I'm not 18, but I've done all the things a functioning adult. (laughs) But she's ready. She's prepared. She's ready. Soon as I turn 18. Yeah, as soon as you turn 18, you'll be functioning. You've got it down. You're better than us. I've made plenty of Gen Z out here better than us. So. Yeah. Oh my god. Always. Wow. Oh, oh yay! So Puppets. 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 All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. This is the segment where you're like, wow, I made it to the end of Theater Nerds this episode. And we celebrate that by picking a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think about what we Mm -hmm. have been feeling, what we've been up to, what kind of adventures we've been on. And then we scour the theater universe. What adventures? For for a theater person, thing, or other object that has the same mm-hmm. thoughts, feelings, and vibes. That's right. And Darby is here to help yeah. us figure out what character she is this week. We're going to guess. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what if we were, we were like, Darby, you have to guess both of our characters right now. Um, <laughs> she would not get mine. She might yeah. get yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We would also love to hear your thoughts on puppets in shows. What is your favorite show of puppets? And like Rachel posed to us, what show would you want to see with puppets? Last five years, maybe? Question mark? Would it be great? the Opera? We don't know. Susan the Opera? Um, Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Romeo and Juliet? Maybe this new Tom Holland Romeo and Juliet's going to have puppets. We don't know. We don't know. Um, how do you feel about Tom Holland and Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> you know, Darby was like, I hate Romeo and Juliet to begin with. I, I, I can't stand mm. Romeo and Juliet. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Is it uh, going to be I'll better or worse too. with Tom Holland? It would be better with puppets. Fair. True. And that's yes. and that's the tea today. I just recently watched for the first time Romeo and Juliet. So I love Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Could that's be on the stage. only. That's yeah, the only with puppets. It's the only that's the only option of Romeo and Juliet. No Mio and Juliet and um Sherlock Gnomes. That's Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock Gnomes, Sherlock is, Gnomes actually... is amazing. Yeah. I love I haven't Sherlock, seen Sherlock Gnomes. We don't have enough gnomes in our in our pop culture. That's all I'm we saying. We don't. Um, yeah. so good. We do if you're my father, because as Darby knows, pop. pop, he has a lot of gnomes. Everything is just a little gnome. There's, wow. There's so pop a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we would also love to hear your characters this week. Comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode as our special guest, Darby. Would you like to go first? Who is sure. your character? Um, I think this week my character would be Rusty from Starlight Express. Um, that's, Ooh, I love that's those. I what this a deep week. cut. Yeah. Uh, Why are you feeling why? like Rusty? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I've just like. First of all, I like rediscovered Starlight Express this week, so I had to do someone from that. And then also like um mm-hmm. I had this art project that I was supposed to do and then I did it, but then I did and I was like, wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, it's not a good art project, but I did the art project. But it it was finished. It, <laughs> it got was done. done. It yeah, got, got done. done. It is finished. So see. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love it. I love would, that. Would show- Express be good with puppets? I don't know. Starlight that. Express, I think again, roller skating puppets. Mm. I mean, did you go actors just, to roller skate and say, and then also hold the puppet and talk with it? I think maybe there might be four ever. I, I feel like that. if anyone could do it though, if they went to a Disney training program, they could do it. You know what I mean? Oh, Disney yeah. would whip them into shape to do it. Yeah. True. Oh my goodness. Rachel, right. who is your character this week? This week, I'm breaking all the rules as per usual. And yeah. I am not a character, but a song from a musical. A musical we mm. have talked about, a musical that does have a puppet in it to keep with our theme here. But I am on the precipice of something new. And I don't really know what that is. Um, for the listeners out there, hopefully we'll know soon. But I feel like I'm at a place where like things are feeling like I'm good. It's good. I'm good. But I also know that the second act has not yet begun. And that's right. This week I am the prologue to act two. So happy from into the woods because <laughs> shit might hit the fan. And we just don't know. Ooh, I love this so much. Oh, oh my God. Oh man, is the giant going to come in and crush all my dreams, or we don't know. am I going to live happily ever after with my found family? <laughs> That's right, and you know what? Mm. We'll know at the end of Act Two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, Taylor, oh who are you this that. week? What are you up to? Well, you know what? I'm going to change it up because I thought of something different, and uh, <laughs> I also am going to be a song this week uh, because. Ooh. I'm Why not? We're breaking the aligning rules. Aligning with Rachel. We're breaking the rules. Um, this week, I d- did lots of things. I'm in, currently in a stretch of my job where I'm off for seven days. I got three days left, so I'm on day four, and it's just been wonderful. I've just been free. And then also, I I'm got a new job, so I'm going to start a new job in a couple weeks. So like I'm going to be mm-hmm. free of my my old job environment so i'm feeling feeling very free this week and this song from a musical that we did mention before we were recording you're in town run freedom run (laughs) that is the song i am this week run freedom run (laughs) that's amazing amazing. that's That's wow that's really good i love that oh my god takes bow takes bow yeah takes a bow takes a bow Mic drop. Uh, well, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, actually, before I even do this outro, Darby, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate you taking the, the time. The expert and... of puppets. That's right. 
and we will definitely have you on for another episode. Fun, and um, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. Yes. Of course. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye.